thank you guys for tuning in uh, yeah. episode two of audio theory um so this week i think now that we've we've kind of reached the halfway point of the year uh we yeah, wanted we'll, to get we'll into yep. uh basically the albums that disappointed uh and the albums that did not disappoint uh i think it's really important in particular this year because i personally feel like i i didn't have my musical craving satisfied um so this should be this was a difficult one to think about but my boy danny here i'm sure he has some insight into some good music that you guys should check out if you haven't already uh, and i can point you to some things that you probably should ignore uh as we finish off the year so let's get started yeah man it's audio theory episode two we're gonna do some uh 2019 little uh flashback i guess and looking forward a little bit again this is uh danny daybar is open with my boy superfly i do superfly we're gonna talk Kemic. about chemic man we heard about i don't know which name to go episode. with whichever one sticks i think chemic might stick word I, I, that's dope. I feel like I, I want to change your name on my phone right now to Kevin. For sure. Um, but yeah, man, I figured, yo, this is where, I mean, again, our love for festivals. So kind of like all these episodes, you'll see a nice transition because our love for festivals really came from our love from hip hop. So why not take a moment, like you said, halfway through the year, a little bit more to discuss, you know, how this year's, this year is going. So when you say your, um, I guess your musical fulfillment hasn't really been met this year, like, is there any one point you can go to and just say like, bro, this shit is not working for me right now? Is it? Honestly, so was I- It, it was a guy and you just like, fuck, like basically, fuck everybody? I mean, that was like the, the cherry on top that just fucked everything up for me. Um, but I think in general, just looking at the, the projects that were released and to be fair, I didn't necessarily, I mean, I don't think anyone's listened to all those projects, but for me personally, I'd say like 90% of the artists uh just aren't people who i see contributing a whole lot to hip-hop for the next several years um so but they were sustainable the shit they're doing exactly. right now is not sustainable it's gonna be exactly. Takashi here one day gone tomorrow yep exactly and there were a few though that that uh surprisingly met my expectations so one of those people is rich the kid who i'll admit when he first when i first like Saw an that's surprising though bro because he's not like he's not really a lot of people's radar no one's really talking about him like that right and i saw an interview of, of him on uh dj vlad i think it was a couple years back and i was just like yo this kid has like four brain cells his music is probably trash and i just i thought he this this was the era when like um famous dex and all those dudes and lil uzi vert all of them popped off and they all and like, was, look like yeah, and I was just like, why am I gonna waste my time trying to like, another like skinny little people? fat like face tattoo, yeah, basically. Yeah. And um, I don't know. I just there's a couple songs here and there that caught my eye. I think when he did that song with Kendrick, like I, that kind of gave uh, gave him the stripes to earn a lot of people's respect. Yeah, that co-sign for his someone that yeah. important. Yep. Um, and it's not like Kendrick like he was popping to the point where Kendrick like felt a need to to hop on that track he was no one um i think there was a song with khalid he had on one of his older tracks that i really liked and ever since then i checked for him and this project was just super solid for me i'm a sucker for production so like if if the beat slaps and uh, the content doesn't necessarily have to be dope but like it should be melodic enough for me to want to listen to it throughout and, yeah yeah and it wasn't like too repetitive as far as like the production and so like, you would say rich the kid what, what album was that again rich the kid uh it was called uh the world is yours too yeah because I, I actually fucked with the world is yours one like that first one uh -huh. i fucked with it more after we saw him at rolling loud yeah yo remember his fucking energy was like bro what the i think what, what song he came out to um Damn, he came out man, to um, plug walk yeah yeah and that that's, shit was yeah, like I forgot crazy about that i was track like too. yo this is mm -hmm. amazing well like, yeah that song that beat dropped crazy. and he fucking went in and i was like yo this is all right cool so he was just surprised of 2019 because uh, you just didn't expect him to follow up the first album yeah. so well yep okay so damn my surprise that's that, that's a cool, good way to start this conversation surprise of the year so far um damn bro what's fucking 
just oh dude honestly i'm gonna say the baby because yo too dude I when i forgot. saw when i saw that album cover and just like people talking about it, it's like suge like what is this shit bro it's just gonna be yeah. trash then i right. heard that suge song and i was like oh shit yeah this is a banger but it's probably just like a one-hit song then i mm. actually downloaded the album and i was like wow my dude can spit like yeah. and he's carrying songs because I, like, I don't know who does his production again you're more an expert on that but like i don't think the production is that wild that it's like carrying him that's like, actually my only criticism of him is i feel like his beat catalog needs to be expanded he has to work with like new people or something well that, i mean again he's up and coming from charlotte yeah. out to charlotte where queen city yeah um but like i think he probably just couldn't afford those kind of production artists right but like right. yo and then when he spit that first on that first track of the uh of the uh dreamville album with you know held his own with fucking uh j cole and like ended the song with him i was like yo yeah i'm gonna say my uh surprise artist of the year for sure oh yeah for me, I, I don't even know how i forgot about him the project itself i i have to go back and see what songs are on it but like there was a period when i think it was like maybe three weeks before he blew up um i just start, started seeing his youtube videos appear and i would just listen to all his stuff and i'm like compared to all the other artists coming out of the south for, for whatever reason his flows is just like it's perfect it's um, perfect dude. and it it's matches perfect. the beats he's on well and he, to your point, he carries the beats, but it, it almost like elevates uh, the overall sound. It like makes yeah. the simple beats work. Facts, facts, exactly. I think he's, uh, as of right now, again, again, after that, you pop, you'll start getting more DJs, I mean, more producers setting you shit. Mm. Um, but dude, the yeah, I would just say he's my biggest fucking like surprise of the year. Cause A, I've never heard of one rapper coming out of Charlotte and I'm fucking lived in Charlotte for three years. And then two, just for him to fucking be holding his own number one song in the country for multiple weeks on the fucking shit with Dreamville, carrying his own like that's yo because Dreamville, like yo those all three or four of those guys just fuck are elite rappers right like maybe not they don't make yeah. the hits but like they're elite so for you to hold your own with sixteen bars is pretty uh pretty impressive. All, all right, right, so that was our that was our surprise moment of twenty nineteen. Um, so we'll, we'll get. We, I think we both know what our both our disappointing moment is. So we'll, we'll save that for later at the, at the end of this uh, podcast. But what would you say is your most disappointing project of 2019 thus far? Male, most female, group, yeah. Um, trying to go through my iPhone right now and figure out what mm, the fuck. <laughs> this one was tough because, like, I, I feel. I think a lot of them fell short in a lot of different ways, and okay. one one artist is trash is gold compared to another artist so for instance yep. if like i think father of assad had a lot of criticism i didn't particularly like it trash Co compared to if you're gonna compare it to some of these new school artists clearly it's better like just musically speaking but for the standard like if you have that much star power on your album like this shit better be a classic like you Bro, can't you trash. can't invest like 50 million dollars into an album and not have it it is be like the most replayable shit on the planet i think it's trash yeah garbage I, yeah that's not, my, that's not my worst album so you're going with that you're going with father assad that and logic's uh confessions of a dangerous mind bro, I saw um a long time ago bro and i it's hard for me to say it's the most disappointing because like i i felt like it turned out to be what i expected okay um he just i think his motivation is just lost like he's already made it like how much how much more can he possibly talk about uh being positive and shit? I, no. I feel like i like i don't know him as an artist really like okay. where he's trying to go with it i just don't get it like what's so, the next plan it's hard for me to connect to the music if i don't if it's not a cohesive thing where i understand where your mind's at and where you're trying to take it it just seems like a to put it in joe button's words rapidy rap shit like just rapping fast over dope beats and like just to fucking do it yeah basically so right. i think mean, that was my biggest issue with with that project um and then for my personal disappointment somewhat at least is schoolboy q's crash talk because he's really, hands out 
he's one of my favorite artists i i can't call it trash but it's not there's not a whole lot of tracks on there that i can see myself replaying um that often so dude i'm not gonna i'm gonna say this next artist i'm, my bad, I'm going through my phone right now i don't mean to be disrespectful to the the viewers but um i'm trying to figure out like i don't want to just say something in his other shit that should be acknowledged mm -hmm. but dude i'm gonna just with the expectation that came off this artist's previous project now obviously the, when I, once i say his name he shouldn't even be named with other people who are successful but yeah, i'm gonna just go off what's going on right now right he was fucking popular so gonna yeah. when him and little baby came out with that joint mixtape that shit had like the streets on absolute lock right like you couldn't go anywhere without hearing drift so hard right like that was everywhere right bro but little little uh gunner's album i think it's uh damn what is it hold on like, i don't want to fucking i want to make sure i'm getting this right uh i'm not even gonna gunner, lie i didn't listen drip to or drip or drown two mm -hmm. trash in every way I would have called. I didn't listen to it, and I know it's trash. Dude, drip or drown <laughs> too. Literally, we were talking about the baby's production. All these songs sound the fucking same, and like, mm -hmm. there's maybe one standout. Um, I want to give him his just due because I definitely like bumped this at the gym. Uh, what's it called? Speed it up. Speed it up's a good uh, song. Oh but yeah, that song is good, but that's like the only one that right there's has any promotion. Other right? Tracks that sound the fucking same but are awful. Like so. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go listen. Gonna listening when you listen to this eventually it gets back to you. Like, yo, all due respect, love your work, but this this album wasn't it, man. I think he was riding the wave too hard of that uh, successful tour with Travis Scott. That little baby album, joint album was fucking fire. So that's my uh, biggest disappointment of the year so far. All right, so we had biggest surprise, biggest disappointment. It is officially August fifth when we're recording this uh, this episode. So up until now, what is Chemic's favorite album of the year. Ooh, that's a tough one. Um, I probably have to say one of the ones I don't know. I can't call it a surprise necessarily, but Lil Sky Shelby. That album. That was uh, your favorite album of the year. One of favorite, them. Bro, favorite. I don't know. Favorite. Number one album thus far. Number one. Number one. Shit. I don't even know if any of them like deserve that title. Um, I mean, you can go with nothing, and we can revisit this. In yeah, honestly, nothing. January. I don't. I don't think anything this year for me per personally, unless, unless we, uh, Twenty One Savages album from the tail end of 2018, which was like December 21st or something. I forget the name. It was like I was who I, I am. am like yeah, I am who I was. Sign that I'm yeah. better. Yeah, that album. I still bump, uh, and I thought it was like a very well-produced project. So if I have to give a, a that title to something, I'll give it to Twenty One. Yeah, I, I think that still counts as Twenty Eighteen, though. So I thought yeah. we can't we can't give it the nod. Um, I'm gonna go with you know I'm a fucking little eccentric. You can tell from the back, um, but like uh, I like artists who fucking take chances, and I'm gonna go do for me. Hands Don't tell down. me chance. Fuck no, trash, <laughs> trash. Damn, I show. Ooh, I should have used him. I changed my it. vote. I changed my vote. The worst album of the year, Chance. Mm. Bro, fuck out of here. Like Garbage. awful, awful. And yo, first of all, okay, well, I'm gonna take a little tangent. So let me just vent for like a minute. Yo, this is not your debut album, bro. If you win a Grammy. For your last album, that was it. Like you cannot yep. come back and say this is no fuck that. Like what? Right, garbage. Like build hype. Like that doesn't make any fucking sense. Like how is this your debut album? Your last album won you best new artist at the Grammys, and then best rap album at the Grammys. Like, yo, it's this sad, is though. not a fucking debut album. Like I hate. And it was, first of all, whatever it is, it's awful. Like this shit's not good. Yeah. Like. There's no fucking song slap. Like, it's not good. Like, it's not. So I take a it back. A couple of them kind of have good production. Like, the Gucci Mane one, I, it was all right. But, like, I don't... But I put him on a tier because, like, if you are a chance and, like, you're considered one of the, the top dogs in the industry, like, you have 100%. to put out magic. That's what I'm saying. So, like, I was giving Gunner, like, too much critique. Like I mentioned, like, he's not that guy, but he was riding a wave. Yeah. Chance is that guy. You you fucking got Doritos commercials. Like people fucking know you all over the world. Like you can't come out with twenty three tracks 
12 fucking skits about nothing. For real. So I take it back. Gunner, you get a pass for this year. Chance. What was it? The big day? Is that shit called? Something like that. Uh, I got it right here. This, yeah, chance. Clearly not the big day. Chance, the big day. Chance the rapper, the big day. Awful, garbage. Um, but I'm gonna go with my favorite rap album thus far, uh, as of August 5th, 2019, is my man Felicia the Goat. Dope. I thought you were gonna say Jaden. I was about to be disappointed. No, 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 no. I love that album, but he's not. That wasn't that. My man came through. Uh, Tyler the Creator, Igor, bro. Fuck. Great album. He has a very, uh, that is eclectic. He has a very, I feel like, specific fan base. Like, he only appeals to a certain type of hip hop crowd. Yo, but think about it. Unmatched. Because, like, yo, you're 28, right? 28, 29. 29. Okay, so about think about it, 20. dude. When we were growing up, man, like the shit that people say about him is the shit that people were saying about Andre 3000 when he was in his prime. And like yep. no one really appreciated him. Like, yo, why is he singing? Why is the production so weird? And then now, bro, people are fucking giving their right arm to get a fucking feature from Andre mm-hmm. 3000. You know what I mean? Like, I, I feel like he might be the modern day three sex. Like, he could. I just don't want them, these artists to like, I'm going to coin a verb but j electronica themselves like just hop in do some dope shit be like come out of nowhere and then just disappear forever and like have people waiting on music no but i feel like if you think about it man tyler's been around for a minute like doing shit you know Uh, what i mean like i'm his flower boy was only is only two years old and he came back that's true you know what i mean he's always i just always see him as being like behind the scenes doing his uh camp flogna stuff and god knows whatever (laughs) other ventures he's into yeah i mean dude again we're we're uh we're a podcast that talks about everything dude so i mean he has that new thing he just dropped with uh lacoste clothing golf like that's just dope he has that yep. show on viceland that he's fucking testing out crazy shit like i mean i don't i don't give these guys too much knock for doing so much i mean if you think about it, like that's 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 the virgil you know we love those guys who dj make clothes make things so, like but dude we're just going by album like until right now that is the dopest album i fucking heard from front to back in a long time bro and especially this year just this year alone that shit was great that shit was great i gotta give it another listen yeah man like i have music ad i have music add like it's really hard for me to sit through unless like i'm on a long drive or something it's hard for me to sit through 10 songs straight surprisingly which isn't even that much time yeah, dude. So I'm the opposite. Like, if if something fucking like grabs me, yeah, I, I will listen to that shit until I hate it. Uh-huh. Like, yo, I'm listening to that shit. Like, I'm the same way though, but with the individual songs, so it's worse. Cause like at least an album, if you put it on repeat, it's 15 different songs. Like, it's gonna take that much more time for you to get sick of it. But me, if I like one song, I'll play it 5,000 times for three days straight, and then never want to hear it again. I feel you. All right, so we gave our takes there. So I want to ask you a cool a question that like I'm thinking about this now. So first, who do you think is an artist that were that drop really dropped something this year that we're going to be talking about say years to come? And then what's an album from the past that you listened to this year that has aged very well? So artists that dropped this year that I think it's gonna let's be saying, here to last. Okay, let's just say 2025, they'll still be dropping. Exactly. Shit. You were just talking about how like a lot of artists come through and they don't really they're yeah. just trying to make money and just leave, right? So who's an artist that dropped this year that you're like, all right, it's not my favorite album, but this dude's gonna be fucking relevant, or this girl, because we support uh, female artists too, um, is gonna be around in uh in six years. Um I mean I think I think schoolboy Q will definitely still be around. I don't think Top Dog, that crew is going anywhere. Okay. Uh, the whole Black Hippie crew. Um, That's Kendrick's crew, right? Yeah. Tyga, if he if he sticks to the formula, I could still because I mean he's uh, is he part of Good Music? Nah, dog. Either way, he has the Kanye co-sign of some sort. So some sort, bro. And Lil Wayne, I feel like he's solidified as long as he doesn't do anything stupid. 
Um, I mean, I know you got love for him because he's a West Coast artist, bro. We, we. I mean, I'm not saying we're not bumping it here. Again, if people don't remember from the first podcast, uh-huh. uh, I currently live in Miami from New York. Like, I, I mean, I he has some fucking hits that slap. Like, don't get me wrong. I think he was the comeback artist of the year. Um, but I don't know how many more times you can come back, to be yeah. honest. I'm just thinking of, because like, cause artists like YG, for instance, I don't, when he first, first dropped, <coughs> I would have never had imagined that he would have gotten this big and been this mainstream as like a, just a gangster rapper True. at that level. Cause his music it's not even like snoop gangster rap where it's like weed smoke and shit like he's like full-fledged blooding yeah like facts no pun intended 10 hundred percent um yeah. that is not right, even so, a, what, so what artist that you, you're going with schoolboy q's gonna be like super schoolboy, relevant yeah schoolboy q for sure um i know dj Khaled will be in some way there's God, no I way hope not, bro. i hope he's not. definitely gonna maintain his relevancy somehow somehow bro all right, just then too connected. What, so then what all right so then we stay on the same i'm gonna go with someone then we'll, we'll go back to you to say an album that has lasted and like has aged very well like a fucking great bottle of wine dude i'm gonna go with a dude who uh, this was actually his debut album chance the fucking rapper um i'm gonna go with ybn corday his album the lost boy is a fucking classic Wait, and, like, you're saying he's gonna be outlast all these dudes right now. Facts. He's gonna uh-huh. be relevant in five years because my boy can fucking spit. He's fucking. He gets it. He's talking about. He's rapping, right? It's so to back to Joe Budden's my doppelganger. Um, he's not just rapping. He rap like he is fucking spitting over quality. He has that Anderson Pac cosign, so you know he has this eccentric things when he needs to be. I feel Why? like he's co-signed by like everyone's secretly. Like Loki, Dr. Dre. Dude, cause but my up. thing, I, I think there's a reason for that though, right? Cause they see a fucking young kid who's not just fucking trying to get rich off this shit. Like yep. he's actually like, bro, like I fucking like us. He's like obviously a much fucking more talented rapper than us. Like who just but like us in the sense that fucking a person who just fucking loves, you know, rap and is like, yep. bro, I'm gonna fucking rap. And I could be fucking relevant, yo. That uh, that song, fucking a thousand words, talking about his fucking uh, uh, his anxiety about fucking being relevant on social media. Like, bro, who can relate to that shit? And then he does it in such a fucking catchy way that you could fucking bang that shit in a club. Like, it's dude. I'm yeah. telling you, he's the one out of all those YBN dudes. He's the one that's gonna be around in fucking five, ten years. Yeah, he's super talented. I, like, I hey, still, I mean, the Talib Kweli of that group. Like, did just, they grow up together? Like he and Namir and uh, Almighty J, because like I, they just seem on completely, completely different, different wavelengths. Hundred percent. I think they just have one for each, like almost. Because I mean, there's obviously subcategories of rap. And I feel like they just have one that perfectly fits into uh-huh. each one. They're just yeah. Because YB and Namir is like the the gangster shit. Almighty J is like the club mumble rap shit, and right. then uh, Cordae is like the backpacker j cole type shit yeah so yo, how he's not signed officially to dreamville is beyond me right now like i don't know uh, but, yeah, yo, i feel like has, it's bound to happen he has their co-sign too though up. which is fucking amazing um yeah. so back to my questions i answered then i want to get your response so um again I, I i'm a fucking like i get obsessed with certain albums so i keep listening to them over and over again and like and I, so i've been trying to get away from that and like giving old shit like it's due respect as well so I recently just listened to Life of Pablo front to back. Mm-hmm. And I, yo, I'm telling you, that album has aged well. Like, that shit's a classic. And I think at the time, people were like too obsessed with him being crazy and him going on these rants and like the just... Kardashians. But bro, you listen to that shit right now in 2019, that album is as relevant as it was then and probably gonna be as relevant in like five years. That shit, that shit is fucking a classic. What was the age um, well? What was the main track on that one again? Waves. Waves, and then what else? I uh, feel like there's a couple more. Father Stretch My Hand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then the song that he got fucking uh, designer on that sounded like Future. And I was like, Yo, who the fuck's this guy? Right, right, right. Now I remember that. Yeah, that album was pretty good. Yeah, at that time everyone hated Kanye, so it was hated like hard to even like peacefully listen to that shit. Yo, but I'm telling you that you listen to that shit today. Listen, listen to the album right now. Go check that out. Uh, Shameless plug. We're, I'm a fucking huge Kanye West fan. 
go fucking check out that album. That shit is fucking aged so well. Word. What about you, man? What album have you listened to recently? Honestly, so I still don't. I I Spotify makes it so easy to like handpick one or two songs you absolutely love from each album. So for me, I don't really have complete body of projects that I listen to back and forth. But Damn uh, by Kendrick. Okay. Uh, I still haven't gotten over that one. Um, I have so many tracks from that I, I still bump, and they I, it never feels outdated. Um, yeah, I think no, Kendrick's good really good at making uh, timeless music. Um, so he's he's an artist I foresee like he's already solidified. Like he doesn't oh, have yeah, to do for shit. Sure, for sure. that, 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 that album, dude, didn't that fucking album get like a Pulitzer Prize for fucking writing? Like uh, so, I wouldn't you know, be surprised. Like, I'm 100. Like I got a fucking like writing award for the first time. Like. I think like a Nobel Peace Prize or some shit for right. Like, yeah, that, yeah, the album's fucking gonna go down in history as one of the best albums ever made for sure. Yeah. Um, all right, and then just to fucking throw this out there before we change subject, um, but first of all, kudos to Drake, who in 2019 can drop an album, The Care Package, with a bunch of songs from 20, 29, 2009, and 2010, and be the number one album in the country. <laughs> It's fucking ridiculous. That's like I there was a meme, uh well not a meme, but academics posted Lil Dirk and it was like a screenshot of Lil Dirk's album number two and Drake number one. He's like, I'm he's uh Lil Dirk was like, I'm number one, Drake doesn't count. It counts. And it doesn't because <laughs> this shit is old music. I was so pissed when I saw I think Spotify like promoted it. I'm like, oh shit, Drake just dropped dropped an album. How and it's how did I not hear about you this? Just listen to on fucking LimeWire that gave your computer cancer exactly and it's not even the tracks that i personally like the most isn't it all the emo shit that was hot like throughout those years that's my shit bro i fuck with the emo shit i couldn't do it i was like I, yo, i'm not gonna lie like my, i was talking to all my boys when this shit dropped i'm like yo dre dropped this for me he's like bro you're going through a breakup you need this care package it's weird it's <laughs> not even i expect this shit on like february 14th not middle of the summer when people are still trying to be happy i honestly think like he was like yo fuck all this hot girl summer shit i need to go home he, he wants people to cry yourselves like stop being a hot girl like stop um <laughs> uh, but speaking about hot girls i know you wanted to jump into conversation about the not the the idea but like how you how do you feel about female rappers in 2019 bro like how do you first feel? off there's just one song by you know the female rapper saweetie is that how you pronounce it? So Sawidi. I think she's dating Quavo. I mean, that alone is a fucked okay. up way to introduce her because it's she's a rapper. She's not just Quavo's girl. But, right. but she, I mean, she dropped a song. How she has Amigos cosign. So yeah, but she dropped a song with Hit Boy, uh, uh, Hit Boy produced song called No L's. The beat slaps. Uh, her voice just fits perfectly with the song. So okay. she's an artist I actually enjoy listening to, but. I think the big um, issue people have with female rappers is the content. I think that's why guys tend to not feel comfortable blasting their music to begin with. Um, what did he say? Something about them being prostitute rappers or some shit? Yeah, JD was on something and he was like, yo, I don't know why we're giving all these girls credit because all they rap about is being like strippers and stuff. Yeah. I mean, I think there's no denying talent as far as like writing and being able to flow like nikki cardi who allegedly has writers or whatever either way i think the top female artists definitely have flow and can out rap a lot of dudes in the industry but i think when it comes to content a lot of the common trend obviously is rapping about stripping fucking slurping cocks and shit and that's not something you're gonna want to blast when you're cruising down the street and there's only so many female rappers so it's not like there's a diverse pool to choose from because like well, I, they'll I say what we dudes the most is... we've had in a while though right because you got city girls you yeah. got megan the stallion you got nikki always relevant you got cardi so i mean it's probably the most we've had at one time mm. so i mean but they all of those like 10 they all rap about the same shit. That's and the, saying. Oh. they're saying dudes are hypocritical because dudes rap just about also uh, true fucking whoever and shooting whoever 
but i feel like there's just so many male rappers that you can't you have more of a pool of people to choose from like if you don't want to listen to that shit, you can go to the backpack rappers or facts if you don't want to listen to backpack uh backpack rap you can listen to the dudes who only drop club bangers but with the top female rappers it seems like they only get put on if they basically wear nothing and rap about the same shit. and the ones who don't do that like you know snow the product i think she's uh i believe she's mexican she's like actually a really good lyricist but hasn't reached that level and i feel like is it because she's not attractive i think objectively speaking she is um but the thing is i feel like people don't take that content seriously coming from a chick so let me ask you this because there was an interview that megan the stallion did that she was saying that she can outwrap most of these guys out there and she went at little uzi vert and uh playboy cardi who just really ad-lib a lot over their songs and aren't really saying much uh-huh. so do you think there's any weight to that i think it's true but it doesn't make other things untrue sure like, you, can, you can have multiple truths um so point. i get what she's saying but at the same time and if that's who she is like i don't want her to change up and like start rapping about trump and shit just to just to do it peace the public but at the same time i think there needs to be a balance like how many times can we hear the same shit coming from that demographic and then potentially have them complain about being objectified and stuff yeah i just feel like there's a lot of hypocrisy when it comes to hip-hop especially figure out like this 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 goes against all the entire me too movement ladies yeah um but um i mean it is what it is i i i don't mind uh female rappers um i personally haven't really been banging um megan the style i know she's blowing up so you i haven't it, been banging her no nah, well nah because I, I had a girlfriend <laughs> and but i haven't been listening to megan the stallion uh that's on me though i just haven't i don't listen to the radio so like i'm i go out and just look for my artists and see what the fuck they're putting out and then like I figure out like what's 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 happening, but I need I need to listen to her album because I heard it is good. And I know when she goes on tour, people go crazy, so she has to be doing something right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I listen. Listen, I'm, I I bumped the Cardi album like hard. Yeah. Like I really fucking play that shit super loud. Again, she's also a Dominican, so maybe we're fucking rapping for her because of that. Yeah. But I think she can spit, and I mean, again, like that's my thing with Kanye and like. They say he doesn't write all his rhymes, but I mean, he's a part of the process. And when it comes out of his mouth, it sounds way better than it comes out with somebody else's mouth. So I, do I don't think really get too caught in that up in that, in that if these girls are writing their own rhymes or not. Cardi does get a lot of unnecessary flack for that. I actually think her project, I mean, I can't say it was the best album of the year or the album of the year or anything, but it was up I there. think her project, her project was very cohesive and like well put together. And it wasn't just all like stripper talking shit that I had mentioned earlier. Right, right, like, yeah. Her there's album a lot of was like about like yo, like coming up, yeah. um, issues like with the, her fans, chance, all the other stuff. Yeah, yeah, dude. Like it was, it, yeah. The, shout out to Card. That was a well, that was a well done album. Um, yeah. What else I want to fucking ask you about this year though before we fucking wrap this up? Um, so I mean, how do you think in general, man? Like, how do you think this? Because you, you seem kind of disappointed on what the overall product has been as far as hip-hop and rap albums coming out this year so um so as of right now how you how do you think this year is going to end and then how do you think it's stacking up compared to other years like dude last Mm -hmm. year was a great year in hip-hop uh a ton of classics were dropped last year so how do you uh how do you compare everything uh i mean as i mentioned earlier i'm still pretty disappointed with the releases this year um Maybe it's just that a lot of the, the top artists haven't really dropped much. Um, or it could be that other years just had so much to pick from that you were bound to find something to stick to. But this year, I feel like if something, if we don't get at least like one one memorable album or for myself within the next few months, it's, the year's done. I mean, it is done regardless, but... Um, somebody's got to come out of the blue and just release some shit even if it's like a mixtape or like an ep or something yeah uh, just to save save us because last year was better 
much better. Years before that were even better. Okay. Um, I haven't seen. I mean, there hasn't really been much to speak about, even in terms of like mixtapes and whatnot, huh? I mean, dude, this this goes back to the point I was making about Chance, though, man. Like, what's a mixtape? Right? I feel like they just fucking call it a mixtape because right. if it flops, man, I want oh, it just yeah. my mixtape. Right. Like, the fuck out of here, bro. Like, you fucking, these are a mixtape for me. So, again, this is, goes back to like us growing up and loving hip hop. A mixtape is when you fucking put out an album, a, a fucking CD with 10 tracks and you're fucking destroying other people's beats. And yeah. then you're saying, yo, I fucking outrapped you on your own beat. Here's my mixtape. Like, that right. was a fucking mixtape. Like, 50 Cent was the king of mixtapes. Like, right. it's like, other people's shit. Like, yo, I remember having this conversation with my brother. Um, shout out to Chris uh, Leo Den, who actually just dropped an album. So that might be the fucking big thing about uh, 2019. Let me fucking give him a quick shout out. What's the album called? Uh, Don't Mention It. Well, I just did. So the album was called Don't Mention It. Um, but dude, like, 50 would drop a fucking mixtape, destroy a beat with him and Lloyd Banks and Tony Yayo, and you would forget who the original artist was on that beat. Like, right? Like, that was a mixtape. They were that the kings fuck, to that. The kings, bro. Like, that DJ Who Kid era. Like, that uh -huh. was, oh my God. That was like, you were fucking beating up whoever you could to get a hand on one of those fucking mixtapes. Um, <laughs> dude, side note, this is, I, I I brought this up on my podcast, but I feel like it's only right I do I bring it up now because we just got into the, 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 the 50 Cent G Unit thing. My mom threw me an 18th birthday party when I lived in India. Um, and it just so happened that Who Kid was on a tour of India through VH1 and was at the same club. And then I had like, and I'll, like a table service so we were like right here uh -huh. and i knew he was gonna be there so i brought the fucking cd like the cd cover uh -huh. and he signed it i still have that shit like a fucking like in my bedroom in india like, god damn that's so random so random bro like so <laughs> random like, when he when i pulled it out and i was like this he's like how the fuck do you have this <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he would have never expected that way out. Oh, of the hell no. He's like, yeah, hopefully no couple songs and keep it moving. He's like, bro, how do I have this kid from the Bronx ask me for an autograph? Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Um, dude, so I'm going to say, dude, like, I feel like 2019 is stacking up all right. Like, I'm not as disappointed as you. Um, I think the biggest disappointment is the fucking, honestly, the, the biggest trend in the last two years, bro, is how many fucking great artists we're losing. Um, uh, yeah. Shout out to sure. uh, XXX, Mac Miller um fucking lost uh nipsey hustle on april 1st i thought it was a fucking joke and it it fucking happened so i think that's like the biggest fucking thing that's like is the fucking most disappointing because there's like damn yo we can't keep fucking losing these people like this shit sucks um right. but i feel like music wise man it's been all right like we went we went to coachella like we the hip-hop acts were fucking slapping like they were promoting they were putting out good shit i don't i agree with you i don't think the level of quality coming out is as good as last year um i mean we just had like what what's august 5th i mean a year ago a couple days ago we had yg come out mac miller come out travis scott all come out with fucking great albums on the fucking same day yeah. like we were spoiled um but i don't know man i think 2019 as of right now if things just stay the same is gonna go down as an okay year in hip-hop i don't think it's gonna be a disappointment completely I remember it's only August, so we still have five and a half months left of guys who can still come out with shit. I think, uh, like to your point, like with the whole like Rich the Kid, his album dropped at a certain time frame, but like, uh, like yo, Meek Mill's album almost dropped at the end as well, so I kind of like leaned into 2019, but not completely. Yeah. Um, again, I think the I think the fucking uh, Dreamville album, uh, Revenge, Revenge, what's it? Revenge of the uh, Revenge of the Dreamers, something. Yeah, of the Dreamers 3. I think that's a fucking great album. I think Big Sean's working on something. That's going to be fucking great. Mm -hmm. um, so what I don't like, though, I, I know we wanted to talk about this before we signed off. Um, I think a lot of artists are taking advantage of this fucking... The music... The way that... Again, the industry has been taking, uh, taking advantage of these artists forever, so I get it. But I think it's to the detriment of us, which is why I think you feel the way you do sometimes about the music coming out. Because these artists are now, before, they will take their time before yeah. they release a project, right? And I feel like now, it's like, well, I can just drop this shit tomorrow on iTunes, and you're going to fucking listen to it, and I'm going to get paid. And if I yeah. drop fucking 45 songs, you're going to listen to it, and I'm going to get paid. So... That's why I think the level at times is deteriorating, because we're just getting absolute garbage that 
in the old way of things, they probably would never put out. But because the way the thing is, the system is set up right now, it's there. It's to their advantage to constantly just be putting out shit, literally shit, like garbage. It's like here, take yep. it. And if you don't like it, it was a mixtape. It's finally, you know what I mean? Like, right. That's their fucking rec- uh, like realization with like the consumer and stuff. But yeah, for example, I know Chris Brown just dropped his Indigo album. Let's fucking look that shit up. That was exactly like forty-seven tracks. Thirty-two, thirty-two songs, two hours and four minutes long. I, I, I don't have time for minutes. anybody for that kind of stuff. I listened to that shit for four minutes because that song with Drake fucking slaps. Um, but again, I, I couldn't tell you, bro. I try to give it a listen to, bro. It's two hours, bro. Like I don't remember the fucking song thirty minutes ago. Like how, how, like, like what you were saying about a cohesive album. Like I, maybe it is. Like I don't, I can't fucking remember. Like, see, that's where the, that's the only time when the radio becomes my friend is when shit like this gets released. I'm like, I'll let the radio decide what the the top two tracks are. I don't want to fucking sift through four hours of content to figure that out i mean i appreciate it but like what if it's just throwaway tracks that they're pushing out to get streams and then they uh achieve these crazy ass milestones that don't even aren't even apples to apples comparisons Bro, like outselling michael jackson and shit streams. i'm like yo like, if we were if we went 30 years back and you released this shit you're not coming close to michael jackson or bro, whoever it is no money like you're nothing making, bro i love it I, I love some of these artists bro i love nav i love yo but you were fucking walking around with plaques that would not have existed 10 years ago and half the streams are probably accidental like can't i mean it counts when you when you choose the genre and you're just like yo throw on some party shit and then all these tracks get played right so it's not even like people are intentionally listening to half this shit so it's crazy. It's crazy, bro. But yeah, how do you feel about Chris Brown, man? Because I feel like that's, fun. that's a funny topic, though. Um, he just dropped that video with Drake. The shit was hilarious. Yeah. Uh, I didn't expect what the fuck I saw, but it was kind of funny. Um, but like, I'm how do you feel they... about Chris Brown, bro? Like, how do you feel about him still being around? Um, do you feel like the industry has fully forgiven him for that shit with Rihanna? Like, how do you feel about him? Because like, again, that's probably crazy. Like, we probably when all this shit went down with him, if we're like going to reverse. We probably would never have thought he would be relevant in 2019, but I feel like he kind of is, so. Yeah. I mean, I've always been a fan of him since he did that, dropped that Run It track. Um, he's one of the few artists where I feel like the quality of music has never uh, basically gone down. Um, he's always, like, kept up with the trends and, like, been able to keep his same energy and I think his talent is just so up there that it's hard one for people to to not forgive him and continue to support him but at the same time um didn't rihanna forgive him like publicly too i don't know i don't not that it's up to her but like i don't know it's 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 tough when you think about these artists and like what they've done and whether or not you want to forgive them i mean he did his time um and i'm sure for people that are closer to domestic abuse you know for them it's a touchy subject so it's right right not something they even want to like invest discuss. the time in trying to to forgive or discuss but at the same time i mean people do make stupid mistakes and we weren't there to understand what took place you know who hit who who instigated what who did what and i mean you should never put your hands on a woman um but at the same time he did get punished as he should have and I think he's remorseful, or at least it seems so. And yeah. I just like the music. Um, so I personally continue to listen to his music, but I know some people have been super vocal about just not liking his music at all, like regardless, just because of what he had done. Um, so it's it's difficult for me. I just basically in public won't vocally um, be too vocal about my support because I don't want to get into a whole debate about who's right who's wrong and all it's that like politics shit. bro it's like yo right. you have your opinion just fucking ride with it it's it's yeah. all good oh that's true i mean again i was always indifferent i was never a massive chris brown fan period like there was a couple of songs that slapped like yeah like run it joel santana that fucking track Ooh. fire mm-hmm. um but yeah i mean like i, I was always indifferent bro like I, I always i try to remove the artist from the person right like the person make the fucking make mistakes I'm not gonna lie, when that shit about R. Kelly came out, not came out, but like the fucking shit on Lifetime, 
Mm-hmm. Bro, I was still bumping that shit in my fucking car. Like, <laughs> like it is He's, what it is, bro. Like, that's like me. I'm not. I was never the biggest fan of him. So for me, it was easy to. Like people are like, don't play this shit, blah, blah blah. Like I wasn't playing much of it to begin with, except Best of Both Worlds with Jay Z. That shit was hard. Fire, dude. And like the same thing with Michael Jackson. Like this shit's not new. But like, yeah. bro, like if you when I get married, you best believe like probably gonna be a Michael Jackson song in that mix. Like it is what it is. Like, um. So talking about people becoming white. <laughs> segway. <laughs> um, nice segue. Yo, what do you think the uh, the in 2019 the white rapper? like how do you feel and when i think white rapper i guess i guess we can't even bring up logic because he's biracial yeah kind of white it's uh-huh. it's, it's kind of like the obama thing. it's just whatever the world perceives you as you just automatically become that it That's doesn't matter you if you're like like i could say i'm half fucking japanese and people won't give a fuck they're still gonna treat me like i'm black so like right in that regard if that were the case um ultimately the individual identifies has that battle of identifying with one or the other but i think that's what logic's career revolves around but other white rappers i think their challenge is earning the respect of the hip-hop gods so to speak um or just fan base period because even white kids won't necessarily respect a white rapper if they come off uh like they're they're not gen not being genuine about the rap yeah, just like just that. be you man so again i know i was i know we were driving around la you were bumping some ge's and i was mentioning how like dad didn't really like like no one was really playing his shit out here in miami like it's like we heard like the kids uh, like no one's bumping all 15 tracks but you were saying yeah. he's big out there though right yeah he's pretty big i mean probably a little bit bigger in the bay because that's where he's from okay. but i think he's one of the few rappers that does him and he never came off uh as like a culture vulture because i mean he doesn't dress like he's a wannabe really i think he purposely did that he was like i'm not gonna be that that one white dude who's like rocking fucking i don't know what wannabes will rock but let's just say like supreme a and a bunch of like yeah do rag yeah. and like a bunch of supreme shit on and like gold teeth like he but just i wonder if it's like so to your point though i wonder if he's also made his lane for himself because bitches fuck with him because he looks like a fucking model right like that's just a fucking that for sure helped him uh like his like songs tall... are catered to females if you yeah kind of, i went to his uh, that's a good point because i went to his it was fucking weird too i went to his concert and at the time i wasn't even that big of a fan of him uh some girl i worked with was like yeah he has his concert coming up um a few of us are going so me and my boy at the time who i also work with decided to go with them and uh all the dudes who shut up were wearing fucking leather jackets with uh slick back hair and shit i th- felt like i was in a that john travolta grease movie or something it was just weird um but like it was clear that his fan base at least at that time was highly skewed towards women um and i don't know i'm sure that gave him a boost for sure but i think at this point in time he has more the respect of the male um fans of hip-hop and i think he generally does have a good flow i mean some people think it sounds too similar to like a drake or people of that caliber but i think his his wordplay and things like that are more impressive than the average rapper in the game currently at least i agree man but i think this is a point you made earlier about like just uh on the white rapper subject as far as just being true to yourself because i feel like that's what people again it's easy when someone dies and you go back you're like damn no one really appreciated him but i feel like people did appreciate mac miller a lot Mm. before he died yeah Uh, because if you remember even when uh when uh when jay-z got drunk and got on twitter and he's like oh i love all my black people but yo shout out to mac miller too like yo Uh like even in his own fucking world like jay-z was like yo that dude is fucking nice right so Mm. I think yo Mac Miller was just talking about real shit. Like he was just talking about like if he was fucking depressed. He's like he'll he'll give you the best fucking ten songs about being depressed. Yeah. And so I smoking weed. He'll give you the best songs about that. It's about fucking loving a chick. He'll give you the best songs about that. So right. I think the biggest thing for most white white rappers is just being true to self. Mm-hmm. And if, yo, if you grew up in a fucking shitty situation, then fucking talk about that. But like, don't fucking talk about it if you weren't even close or didn't know anyone near it. Like any uh any of that stuff. Yeah, and Mac Miller, I feel like he 
never limited himself musically it seemed like he could collaborate with anyone and just make a dope track like whether it's anderson pop pack pock i think it's pack right i don't know bro he's from la you would know more than me i'm pretty sure it's pack but so many people say pock that i, I just end up saying it i probably fucked but, it up too earlier <laughs> um yeah do you have something with CeeLo? like uh-huh. like CeeLo, dave east um basically everyone schoolboy q i think that's why because he could like vibe with any type of personality he's just such a positive dude yeah, and yeah, that, that music seven minute song cinderella with ty dollar sign that's a fucking classic now mm-hmm. like yeah man uh, i just don't understand how it led to his demise but i mean that's only between him and his maker so yeah dude rest in rest peace, in peace. Mac, rest in peace to mac miller rest in peace to nipsey uh i guess the overall theme of this uh podcast as we sign out is just you know 2019 maybe not as extravagant as we probably assume going into it but we've had a couple classics a few flops a lot of flops according to my boy here um yeah dude like yeah i think hip-hop's still in a good spot though so uh again uh, with rappers like ybn corday like there's some young rap like you said there's little hope. skies uh, Rich the Kid, who's still young, uh, Travis Scott. Like I don't think he's even 25 yet. Like, yeah, yeah. You got a lot of people still out there are putting out quality music. So even, maybe it's not. Maybe if it's not at the end of this year, I'm sure by the like going into 2020, we'll be in a, in a good spot. For sure. And this is gonna be off years inevitably, but I'm hopeful. But again, I think that goes back to even our, our my earlier point about like it's there there might be more off years than not with the way that they try to take advantage of the the system. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like just, hey, I'm gonna put out anything I can to get paid, and then right. I'm go on tour for that, and then I'm gonna figure out when the right time is to actually put out an album. So, yeah, uh, that's probably again, it's probably to the detriment of the consumer, but I get it, bro. Like, is the music industry has been raping these artists for years? Like, I get it; they want to give it right back to them. So, I right, man, any last words here? Nah, I think we're good. Um, episode three, we'll obviously have some some new shit to talk about, uh, but until then. Peace. We are out, man. Appreciate you guys for tuning in, subscribing, listening. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Audio theory done.